It's Friday of the fourth week of Lent, and it's also the Feast of St. Joseph. Welcome to today's Lentcast. This is Father John Zulsdorf. The Roman station today is St. Eusebio, St. Eusebius, who was a Roman priest who lived in the 4th century. In 357, he defended St. Athanasius and the doctrine of the Council of Nicaea against the Emperor Constans, who was an Arian. Constans had him starved to death. It is thought that he died in this place, which, which was his house, and indeed beneath St. Eusebio there are 2nd century houses. In this area, there was a necropolis and mass graves, some of which trace back to many centuries before Christ's birth. Excavations here have uncovered a house from the 3rd century. That house church was eventually overwhelmed by the construction of a basilica in the early 4th century. It is first mentioned in written works in 474. After various renovations, it was redecorated in the late 18th century, which is how you see it now, though the bell tower dates to the 13th century in the time of Pope Gregory XI. Inside, there is a fresco in the vaulting by Anton Mengs, Eusebius in Glory, in which the saint points to a tablet with the Greek words, Consubstantial with the Father. There is also a little chapel here dedicated to St. Celestine V, the pope who abdicated in 1297 and who is considered a saint in the Roman calendar. Once upon a time, the church had been in the care of the Celestine monks, a Benedictine offshoot founded by the same Celestine V, though the order has died out, suppressed by the Napoleonic government in 1810. Yesterday, in the extraordinary form of the Roman Rite, we had two readings about miraculous resurrections, one by the prophet of a widow's son, and one by the Lord of a widow's son. In today's Gospel, we hear about the Lord raising Lazarus at Bethany. An angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream, saying, do not be afraid, Joseph, son of David, to take to thee Mary thy wife, for that which is begotten in her is of the Holy Spirit, and she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus. Matthew 1, verses 20 to 21. From Toward Easter by Father Patrick Troedek. How are we to understand these few words of the Gospel today? St. Joseph is the virginal spouse of Mary, who is the holiest of women, the perfect model of all virtues. A just man and of the royal race, St. Joseph well knew the Scriptures. He could not be unaware of this prophecy of Isaiah, The virgin shall conceive and shall bear a son. When he sees Mary expecting a child, St. Joseph understands that she is this virgin who has been foretold. Very humble, he finds himself unworthy of remaining with her, whom God has chosen to be the mother of his son. He therefore decides to go away from her discreetly. It is then that the Lord communicates to him in a dream a knowledge of the great mystery of the Incarnation, in view of the redemption. Since his son needs an adoptive father here below, and since the mother of God needs a protector, it is to him that providence confides these two missions. St. Joseph receives them with admirable faith, and he acquits himself of his charge with courageous obedience. All his life is summarized in a perfect submission to the divine plan, even when it includes situations that are very mysterious and obscure.
In our life also, there is always something of mystery. Indeed, as God has repeated time and again in the Holy Scriptures, His ways are not our ways. His designs are not our designs. Kind St. Joseph, intercede for me. Help me always to say yes to God, and not to be troubled when, in my life, I find myself faced with obscurities, with difficulties, or with mystery. I wish also on your feast day to ask you to watch over all the families of the earth, and especially over my own. May you uphold all the fathers of the world in their role as spouse, as head of the family, and as educator. <laughs> 